So hi guys, welcome to the new episode of Digital Micropreneur. This is the podcast where we talk about marketing, digital, branding, PR, and people who come from entrepreneurship background. And today I have a very very special guest on this podcast. His name is Mr. Anand Mahesh. Anand sir and I know each other from last I think twelve years. Anand sir was one of our guest lecturers when I used to study in uh, college. and uh, we have been known to each other from last almost 10 to 12 years now and welcome anand sir thank you so much abhishek it's a pleasure to be on the show so anand. guys anand sir is one of the veterans of the industry uh, he has done a lot and he in fact lot of people have learned from anand sir so anand sir why don't you tell all our audience about your story how uh, about your career how you got into uh, marketing and branding and pr and usually i ask all my guests to start with uh, their childhood and uh, put masala also if if we if you have in this whole story so answer all all up to you now okay so let's start from the start i think uh, in terms of childhood i had quite a nice childhood i grew up in delhi in a government colony where there were a lot of parks so i really loved to play and uh, i was exposed to going to libraries right from the childhood so i used to go to libraries read a lot of books and hardy boys used to be one of my favorite series at that time <laughs> and because of that i wanted to become a detective while growing up <laughs> so <laughs> i think for the first uh, few years the formative years of my life i was very interested in becoming a detective and uh, you know actually practicing that as a profession Wow! But as you grow up, things change, realities change. Oh. So uh, around uh, the time of leaving school and getting to college and post graduation, uh, uh, there were more conventional options available. So I tried my hand at uh, company secretaryship. So I joined the course. I did a little bit of it. I had a commerce background, so I studied a bit of accounting. Mm-hmm. and after that i could figure out that these are careers which i'm not really going to enjoy working in or something that doesn't interest me what uh, interested me was marketing which i got exposed to while uh, studying for my bcom from dm mm-hmm. and uh, within marketing advertising was something which i was very keen on so i think that was one interest that i had right from the childhood so i used to love watching ads trying to analyze them used to remember a lot of jingles of ads and that became kind of passion while growing up so advertising was a career that i was very interested in and uh, i think that's how i gradually finished uh, college and came to an mba from symbiosis it was one of the only colleges which was offering a mba in advertising and pr mm. so i joined the college and uh, post the college uh, i got a first job in a publications company and i think that's started my career in the entire pr journey for me wow wow great story so from a detective to a pr giant anand sir has seen a lot of lot of journey uh, so anand sir uh, when you first my, my question to you is uh, what was that if you if you remember uh, if you could tell us because nobody when they are kid they dream of becoming a, a a pr expert or a marketing guy or a branding guy so what was that what was that accident which led you to uh, symbiosis or which led you towards the journey of marketing Do you remember that incident? Yes. So I think it happened quite a bit by accident. So I was studying for my BCom from DU, and one of my friends was studying in a institute called NIS at that time. Hmm. So the sales institute, uh, sales and marketing, they should teach. 
and I joined it because he was also going there and I also wanted to do some additional course and that is where I got exposed to marketing and then I could figure out that this is something that I would love to do and you know, I would enjoy doing. So I think that set me to take more courses within the field and uh, upskill myself. Great, great. So Anasal, when you first started your career, uh, I'm sure you have seen a very big transition from traditional to digital. But when you started your career, what was the vibe around? Because, uh, I mean, again, as I know, uh, to all my listeners, I also know Anand sir, we all come from a humble background of middle class families. And I think, in at least in my family, I am the first person who got into advertising. And I'm sure this happened with Anand sir as well, because our parents have always seen uh, either you become a doctor or you become an engineer. So when you decided to get into this career, what was uh, your parents' reaction? What was your friend's reaction? I think it's a bada reaction was what were your extended family's reaction because they are the most most important people when it comes to pointing about mistakes of, of others' kids. So what was the response there, sir? So what worked in my favor? So I am from a South Indian background. I am from Andhra Pradesh, and over there uh, the most popular career options are uh, either to become a doctor or become an engineer. Hmm. But luckily for me, we grew up in Delhi, so there was no pressure of becoming a doctor or engineer hmm. and uh, my parents were pretty cool with uh, whatever career that I was uh, choosing and trying to make uh, a career out of. So I think I didn't really face any kind of resistance. Hmm. But they were very supportive and uh, I could join the college and do the kind of courses that I wanted. Hmm. Of course, they didn't really understand the career that I'm getting into in hmm. a very proper manner. Hmm. Uh, and it's even now difficult to explain really what I do the entire day or what is public relations. Hmm. And when I talk about my extended family, uh, of course, when I was getting married, hmm. I met my wife for the first time. Hmm. And she also asked me what I do. <laughs> I had to really explain uh, you know, it in other terms of marketing and advertising and how this is a part of the entire ecosystem. But I think uh, from a PR background and becoming an entrepreneur, hmm. uh, both my family and my uh, wife, extended family, all of them have been supportive. Hmm. And especially in an entrepreneurial journey where you are spending a lot of time on work and a uh, lot of time hustling, right. I, wife's role is very, very important. I, I completely agree. I think for any entrepreneur who starts his career, uh, support of your spouse is very, very important because initial two, three years when you are working on your own business, you cannot give time to your family. That is a time when your spouse has to be supportive to give you a base so that you can work on your own dreams. Absolutely. And I got married when the business was, I think, just one and a half years old or something. So mm. we had just started Mapcom in December 2006 and I got married in Feb 2008. Uh, uh, so, so, I mean, yeah, she has been really supportive. That's really helped me. Great, great, great. So Anand sir, coming to my next question is, uh, I spoke to you about accident uh, and how you got into uh, marketing. Now also entrepreneurship is also an accident. I mean, Obviously, everybody wants to become an entrepreneur, but I, I mean, that's, that's my experience. And when I've spoken to other people also, is that you start thinking about becoming an entrepreneur from a very, very long time, but there is that tipping point, which comes. So what, do you remember that tipping point when you decided that now it's the time for me to get into business for you to get into entrepreneurship? So I think there have been two accidents, which uh, shaped my journey into uh, becoming a PR entrepreneur. Hmm. So the first one is I told you that I was interested in advertising as a career hmm. and that is what I was very keenly pursuing in uh, symbiosis hmm. and uh, when the time came for internship in an ad agency, 
uh, there was some accident the college confirmed about the internship and that didn't really work out hmm. and uh, i had to suddenly search for internship on my own hmm. and ended up going to uh, anc which was uh, which was an ad agency but they had also a pr division okay i got a lot of exposure in pr while my internship hmm. and that helped me while i was uh, finalizing my career option after finishing the college and uh, the first agency that i worked in good relations gave a lot of weightage to that internship that i had done and uh, that is how i shifted from more mainstream advertising into public relations both are part of the marketing ecosystem but uh, you know as you understand they are really very different in terms of how uh, you go ahead with the career mm. so that was one and i shifted from advertising into a pr career uh, from there i was working in different companies for about 5 years so i started with an agency called good relations which was a very good company at that time mm. then joined ad factors which is now the india's biggest uh, uh, you know pr firm independent pr firm mm. i also worked with ogilvy for a while mm. then i went into a public sector job for a year mm. and i moved back to private sector because i didn't really enjoy being in a government sector job mm. and when i came back to private sector and i was working with an agency that is where i met my other partner who is uh who is a co-founder of mapcom mm. and uh, while working there we could figure out that there are things that could be done in a different manner probably in a better manner mm. and uh, the clients were not really getting the kind of support that an agency should have been providing or a company should have been providing mm. and that set us thinking of starting something on our own mm. i think we were very young and very raw when we started uh, i think both of us around 25 26 years old mm. and uh, we didn't really have too many contacts or really didn't have too much of plan mm. but then once we decided that we want to start and we went ahead uh, i think things fell in place mm. so we got the company registered in october 2006 started the actual operations in december mm. and in the first year we started getting clients uh, like harper collins which is oh. one of the world's biggest publishing mm. firm mm. we got the account of yamaha we did auto expo mm. on behalf of ci mm. and from there onwards the journey just continued so i think uh, there was a bit of planning of entrepreneurship which happened to the latest later part of uh, my job mm-hmm. the last job that we were in uh, mm-hmm. again as i said it was not completely planned out of how we'll go ahead with it mm-hmm. we just knew that we should start something on our own and go ahead right right and i think sir one more thing which which i feel is very very important is uh when you start a company having a co-founder creates a lot of help for you because if you start on your own there are a lot of things which you're not able to manage and uh, so w- what was what is your view on on having multiple founders versus one single person starting a business i think having a founder is uh, quite uh, quite beneficial i won't say it is a necessity because there are so many entrepreneurs who are doing business running them independently right very well but when you have a partner it eases out uh, your uh, responsibilities you can take care of different aspects mm. and in our case we also in different geographies so my other partner sits in delhi and i shifted uh, down to bombay mm. so having two partners in each city also helps our clients right. uh, get more comfort right. so i believe that personally i would recommend having a co-founder if you are gelling well with the person and mm. is a cohesive uh, work atmosphere that you can create right having a co-founder is very important great 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 so guys who are listening to this podcast i am trying to extract as much insights as i can from anand sir on both entrepreneurship and marketing 
so keep listening to this podcast because we are going to get even deeper in terms of what can be done and what are the things which you should learn from an industry veteran like anand sir so anand sir my next question to you is uh, uh, in fact i have seen lot of people who want to get into entrepreneurship they think it's a very cool thing they they see only the glamour they don't see the dark sides of entrepreneurship so i would like you to tell because you have been in industry from such a long time uh, what were the struggles and if you could tell us some of the stories also of struggle so that people who are listening to this podcast also know that it is not a bed of roses you have to struggle a lot you have to in fact sacrifice a lot of things also i think that's absolutely right abhishek uh, so when we talk about struggles and especially when we are talking about consulting firms uh, like ours i think one of the biggest challenges uh, when you are an entrepreneur in a small to mid size firm is to attract the right kind of talent hmm. the talent to share your vision for the company and you know really work together as a team uh, retention of good team members i think these are some challenges hmm. the other more optional challenges would definitely be cash flow hmm. where you are responsible for your team and you know, the salaries are your primary uh, goal right that need to pay people on time and you need to take care of your team members hmm. so having a cash flow going is very very important hmm. external challenges keep arising uh, we have seen two recessions uh, during the time that we have been running the company hmm. and now with covid 19 you know uh, showing its impact hmm. Hmm. i think there is uh, a more challenging time which may come up in future hmm. i think it's important to gear up for such kind of challenges make yourself uh, challenge proof Mm. in terms of planning in terms of creating a business pipeline mm. and if you have that i think it's important uh, and yes i mean when you're starting a business you need to put in more hours there are no particular timings the bug stops at you mm. so and with the kind of advancements in technology from uh, the time that i started the career of being mostly uh, web pages and mobiles were just introduced to the stage where you are connected throughout through whatsapp and now after covid i think zoom is becoming really popular mm. so i think you have to be available all the time there is that feeling always on the back of your mind mm. that somebody somewhere might be you know trying to reach to you and most crisis situations happen in a weekend <laughs> so you never know. so your time is really really uh, you know dedicated to work right. and within that you have to try and take out time for yourself right so i think uh, uh, anand sir made a very very important point to people who want to get into marketing and advertising industry uh, don't think that there is a weekend it's it's you are working 24 by 7 and i think one very important point which anand sir mentioned about that uh, his company has seen two recessions and you know they they have seen this to and fro happening they have seen those bad times and good times i think adaptability also becomes a very very important skill set for any entrepreneur is that you have to adapt based on the on the market conditions you cannot be extremely rigid on on what you are doing or what you want to do market takes care of of where the business leads rather than you as as a navigator of your own business absolutely abhishek so i think uh, i think there's a saying which says that you know the business takes its own shape Hmm. and that is what happens uh, and happened with us also so mapcom has been growing in different directions we have been doing different things hmm. as and when we have seen market changing and trends changing we are try to get ourselves updated hmm. and follow them so i think that helps us in being in a better position to manage challenges that come up right right so anand sir my next question to you is is 
who is your favorite entrepreneur it can be from the industry it can be somebody who is not from the industry also whom you admire whom you wish to meet i'm i'm sure you have met lots of people but any entrepreneur with whom you would like to follow or whom you admire deeply from your heart i think there are the usual suspects that everybody knows of so steve jobs is a national uh, entrepreneur there is definitely a person like bill gates hmm very aspirational who have built multi billion dollar companies and uh, are also uh, you know very well known for the kind of products and uh, systems that they have created hmm uh so i think there would be one category within the kind of entrepreneurs that i have met uh, while working because we do work with a lot of startups as yeah. well right i think uh, there is satyan kodari who had co-founded success payments mm-hmm. who is a very young and dynamic entrepreneur so he is definitely one and a few others uh, again i mean all of them are good people mm. all of them are doing really well Mm. but i think these are the names that i can think of at the moment great great and anand sir uh, any any particular uh, campaigns which you or any brands which you admire so i think there are a lot of brands that i admire i'll come to that but when we talk about the campaign part mm. i think and this is where my interest in publications has started mm. there is this case study called torches of freedom and torches of freedom Purchase of freedom. Okay. Purchase of freedom. So it was done by Edward Barnes mm-hmm. uh, in US, and uh, so that's a fantastic case study where the psychological side of PR and how PR can actually influence opinions. Okay. Had come out. So I would advise all the listeners to really go and uh, read the case study on that. I think that's something which really blows your mind. The kind of things that PR can really do. Hmm. That very strong uh, example. Hmm. when we talk about brands that we admire and the brands which have been built through pr i think tata group would be one good example hmm. where you compare them with any of their other peers and their image and brand is always much more valuable and uh, you feel a particular affinity to tata group brands uh, even if they create products which don't really work uh, especially in segments like automotive uh, where they have a lot of challenges Hmm. but overall you always believe in the brand i think so that's a big uh, you know example of pr hmm. so this is another brand uh, which has really built a very strong reputation so while talking about pr i think the most important aspect that pr is, is the reputation of a company hmm. these are organizations which have really built their reputation strongly hmm. the third would be apple uh, definitely again a company which has uh, used uh, pr in a very strong manner hmm. while they do advertise they generate a lot of positive uh, endorsement from media which in turn influences people to try apple products mm. uh, there is an example of botox which was a purely uh, pr driven brand where they didn't really advertise it's a pharma brand but botox is a good example and uh, in the current times i would say amul is a very good example of again pr which is driven around other things that amul does so for example whatever campaigns that they come out with there's a lot of uh, pr stories which happen around amul's campaigns mm. and the same is the case with brands like tanish and fevicol as well mm. and even if they do advertise i think they get a lot of mileage and a lot of uh, visibility in front of their customers which is more through stories by media mm. Mm. so i think these are some brands that i personally admire 
so since you spoke about that the most important or the base of pr of of any company is their reputation is how they how do they manage the reputation uh, uh, i wanted to ask you a one one question is uh, is that times have completely changed from last 15 years to now so probably if 15 years back there was a bad mouthing happening about a company only a few people would know and the power of of propagating this was also only with with certain set of journalists or certain news or certain media channels but okay. now it has become very easy because anybody can tweet anybody can write a facebook post and then it becomes very difficult and becomes viral i mean that's that's what they call viral but uh, how how do brands are are managing because now the power is is with every human being they can put any kind of blame on anybody so how are brands changing and how are how is the whole strategy of of specific if you say uh, uh, how to manage this kind of uh, disasters how are companies managing that and what are their precautionary levels which they are taking here so i think it's a very important point abhishek so if you look at the current example again of covid 19 hmm it has really thrown a lot of businesses uh, you know completely off the track hmm and uh, i think in future so while there is one level of crisis preparedness so we typically call it and crisis management is a, again an important part of reputation management and pr right where uh, we already work with clients in terms of addressing the kind of challenges that they may be facing Mm-hmm. uh there's internal risk assessment that is done we sit with business unit heads and we identify okay within the finance department or the segment of the company what kind of challenges may occur mm-hmm. within production what kind of challenges may occur within hr what kind of challenges may occur mm-hmm. there is a broad range of things which can go wrong with the company right from a faulty product to a sexual harassment case kind of a scenario Hmm. uh and you need to prepare for all of it so i think when we do work on these kind of segments the entire risk preparedness or the crisis preparedness is very important hmm. and you need to prepare a response management system which is uh, drilled down into the top management as well as the individual uh, you know stakeholders hmm. who be the front line of those kind of crises and as you said uh, there is so much technology currently the biggest one which is a challenge for companies is cameras on mobile phones ah right and there's a fire in your factory you know immediately visuals go across the world and you know anything can be captured could be recorded and transmitted immediately hmm. so in these kind of uh, situations you need to have a response management system that as soon as you get the first red flag hmm. you can send out the first response saying that uh, the company or the brand is aware about it and is taking uh, charge of the situation followed by uh, you know the other kind of communication that flows hmm. right from entire uh, management of the entire crisis for whatever duration it lasts hmm. and post the crisis gets over to rebuild the reputation and uh, uh, you know make sure that the brand comes back to its previous stature hmm. and we have seen examples from cadbury's and uh, you know there are other brands even maggi for example right there right. have been a lot of negative uh, media coverage and customers had gone off the brands but uh, again they have really picked up well so i think these are very strong cases of reputation management where crisis situations have been tackled and uh, managed hmm. but uh, if we take covid 19 i think the scale probably was not that anticipated by people hmm. i think the entire risk preparedness or the risk assessment will move to a really next level 
scenario from now onwards mm-hmm. where such kind of cases where businesses shut down for a month and mm-hmm. how should they communicate and how should they tackle uh, will be will become an important part of the rule book for them right right to all my listeners i think one more point which i would like to mention is that i feel covid 19 was not being taken seriously in india because in fact me and anand sir met two weeks back uh, on a monday for a meeting and we were discussing we were still roaming out when the danger was still there and i think after that the action has been taken in which has impacted a lot of business and in fact a lot of micropreneurs who are running their own businesses i think they would be impacted the most true abhishek so there will be an impact on micropreneurs there will be impact on smes and msmes hmm. and uh, they really need to be resilient to weather this out costs need to be curbed and uh, you need to ensure that the cash flows are going make sure that every penny that is being spent is being spent in a proper manner right 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 so sir uh, also in in terms of uh, your learnings to our listeners what are the three most important uh, qualities which you would suggest any entrepreneur should have so again let me talk about entrepreneurs as well as pr professionals sure uh, in fact i would really correlate that pr and digital marketing have quite a lot of similarities currently sure sure messaging is very important web platforms are very important where uh, you know planning of communications and uh, you know rollout is very important so i think the first aspect that i feel is very important is the analytical mindset hmm. so to understand the you know situations to be prepared for them uh, is is quite important understanding and translating briefs is very important so you should have that analytical mindset where you can decode a brief and you know make it something which is uh, which even the client probably is not very sure of mm-hmm. but you can come up with very good solutions if you can really tackle the brief well uh, the second uh, aspect is people skills it is important for entrepreneurs as well as pr professionals and marketing professionals where people form the backbone of a company so i think having good people skills to keep people motivated and uh, driven all the time right is really really important uh another aspect is understanding of uh, the economy overall as well as within the, the marketing domain hmm. i think that is really important for uh, professionals and entrepreneurs so that uh, they are able to again foresee challenges and be prepared yeah and uh, within pr i would say language skills are very important both verbal and written because hmm. uh, you have to uh, you know present the message in the best manner possible right right and uh, anand sir so when you when you talk about uh, similarities and i'm sure you've seen a lot of changes but i think one of the point which you mentioned is platforms and communication remain the same irrespective of the technology irrespective of the platform which you're using so communication is 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 something which becomes very very important whether you are in pr whether you are in digital whether you're in any kind of advertising true absolutely so communication is the most important and as i said similarities are there and uh, currently if we look at the overall ecosystem there are specialist digital marketing firms there are there are digital plus advertising there are digital plus pr firms so i think the overall ecosystem is still evolving mm-hmm. in the field but having the basics in place is the most important and the basics continue to be the brief uh, it continues to be strategy it continues to be an plan and then comes the platform part so in digital the platform will be different in pr the platform will be different right 
and advertising would be more traditional set of media. You know, right. Yeah, targeting it is. Uh, right. So, sir, uh, my next question to you is, uh, uh, what is? So, I mean, I'm sure you must have received a lot of advice from a lot of people. But is there any advice which you still remember when you started your career initially, and that you have kept following till date, and probably would like to pass it on to us as well? I think the advice is more, uh, you know, related to your thought process. So I think uh, one of the first person that I worked with, I think from him, I really learned the people skills. Hmm. And, uh, you know, he took such a good care of me while I was a youngster. Hmm. that I tried to translate the same goodness to others. Hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't... Uh, Remember any advice per se? I think it's more, you know, what you learn from seeing people. Or maybe your wisdom which you would like to give, would you like to pass it on to our listeners? I think my wisdom would be when you're an entrepreneur on a professional life, you need to create a work-life balance, however tough it might be. Uh, uh, focus has to be on, uh, you know, your uh, overall growth hmm. uh, at a person, at a professional level. And for that, uh, you need to read a lot. I think one advice that I would like to give people is at least read for 30 minutes to one hour in a day. Hmm. It could be a self-help book, it could be a biography or it could be a, a book related to your domain. Hmm. I think some kind of knowledge or upskilling every day is very important. Uh, right. Also, when you're reading, it's a good idea to write down uh, key points that come to your mind. Hmm. So I think uh, maintaining a j journal and that is something called Bujo. Hmm. A short form of a bullet journal, so making that and maintaining that is very important uh, for people. Exercising is very important and uh, taking care of your health because I have recently gone through some health issues. Mm -hmm. So I think again that is really, really important uh, uh, for any professional to manage. Mm -hmm. I think these are my uh, uh, you know recommendations and of course to be abreast with all professional developments which are happening. So you need to follow mm -hmm. industry websites, you need to follow blogs which talk about the industry. Mm. So that you are seeing what is happening across the world in your, in the domain. Mm. Mm. So I think a very important point which, which Anand sir mentioned is uh, whether you are a new entrepreneur or you have been into business for a very very long time, uh, don't let business be your life or don't let business become your identity. Have your professional and uh, personal work-life balance. Have read something for your own good as well. Exercise, manage your time well because. Because business is, is a very, very small aspect of your life. Don't let it become, don't let it overcome on you and don't let it become your identity. I think that's a very important point which, which I take from this conversation with Anand sir. So Anand sir, uh, you spoke about reading books. So uh, if you could recommend some of the books to our listeners, whether it is about marketing, whether it is about self-help, whether it is about entrepreneurship. So I think in terms of self-help, I recently received a book uh, and that is something which I really uh, felt is very important and some of the principles or recommendations that are made are from that book. Hmm. It's called The Miracle Morning uh, okay. yes. by an author called Hal Elrod. Right, right. And it's a fantastic book. It gives you some really uh, simple uh, you know, things to do hmm. which the basic concept is about uh, using your morning in the best manner possible. Mm. It's also called the 5M Club, I think, by Rotten Sharma. There are a few other authors. Mm. And it's something which is ingrained in the Indian philosophy also, where uh, this entire concept of Brahma Murat and you know, waking up at 4 in the morning or 
reading it meditating it around 4 in the morning mm. it's been a part of the ancient indian culture mm. so i think that is something that this book has taught me and i would really recommend people who are uh, you know who are currently building their careers to read this book mm. i think it will really help you in planning in the life in a much better manner right uh, the book uh, which i have started reading and i'm quite enjoying is called excuses be gone mm. i think the author is uh, dr wayne Doctor Rain, yeah, right, philosopher. Mm. And it's a fantastic book again. It mm. talks about the kind of excuses that people generally give themselves, mm. which are holding them back, and how to overcome those excuses and, you know, really move forward mm. in the best manner possible. So I think these are the two important books. I would think in self-help genre, uh, I have read a few other books. Rich Dad Poor Dad is one which could be a good book for self-help uh, in mm. finance. Mm. the secret also definitely is a interesting book uh, and uh, that is something which i have seen is a common thread in lot of self help books is the overall concept of positive thinking and attracting the right energy right, right. so i think these are some self help books uh, there are a few other interesting books uh, you know in fact every book that you read can teach you something so i like this book uh, by frederick forst called icon okay it is a very fantastic uh, way of uh, you know it where the protagonist actually uses marketing and pr principles to mm. you know achieve a desired objective so i think that's a book which is worth reading mm. uh within the pr advertising and marketing domain i would recommend uh, there is a book called crystallizing public opinion okay uh, it is by edward barnes uh, again he was the one who did the uh, touches of freedom campaign mm. so this is a book by him so what he mentions pr is that pr engineers consent mm. that is the language that he uses for pr and it's very important to understand the strategic parts of pr mm. a lot of people see it as a very tactical tool or you know something which is more marketing driven mm. but strategic uh, aspect of pr is is quite important and there is a book which is uh, quite famous called the fall of advertising and rise of pr okay i think that's again an interesting book on how dynamics have changed in the overall uh, communications domain hmm hmm so sir this question is is not from my list sir this question is from me to you so i always wanted to understand and in fact when i was growing up uh, people used to talk about pr and propaganda so i wanted to understand the difference i mean i know propaganda as a word was used primarily during world war right. but uh, what is what is the basic difference between propaganda and pr and propaganda has been used a lot of time in in negative connotation so does it actually means only negative connotation because it is connected with world war 2 or there is it's actually a strategy of working as well so i think uh, let me first address the basic difference so propaganda is more one sided where one party needs to really influence the other hmm. and the the tools used are you know public information service uh or you know public broadcasting broadcasting services there are you know mailers campaigns which can be done which are very very focused on one particular message to influence people hmm. pr is actually more uh, a two way kind of process where it is about building the kind of uh, right perception hmm. or image in the minds of people it is not really to influence but it is to create an understanding between an organization and the public or an individual and a public mm. i think that is a difference propaganda by definition has uh, actually been used in a very negative manner where 
it is always uh, you know related to governments and dictators using propaganda to influence people hmm. uh, but uh, the question is whether propaganda can be used positively i think it definitely can be used in a positive manner hmm. Hmm. and uh, i think uh, that's that's the basic difference if people want to use it in a proper manner it can be used but uh, public relations is is a much better word than uh, you know indicative of what we do sure 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 so guys very interesting conversations happening with anand sir today on the podcast and uh, anand sir my next question is a very very hypothetical question is uh, if i give you a time machine and right. if you could go back in time and maybe make some changes in your decisions maybe in your career maybe if you could go back and and some mistakes which you have done what would what would you do and and what would be those steps which you will do so again abhishek uh, i am pretty happy with uh, the way that things are turned out in fact i have probably achieved more than i ever really imagined you will not you will not go and change i don't and become a detective uh, no i don't think so because <laughs> we all play detective when we are watching a show on netflix or you know even a show like bhumkesh bakshi uh. so i think we can be detectives uh, you know for shows while pursuing careers which we are actually good at and you know can help clients mm-hmm. so i don't uh, maybe i'll go back again to a childhood forget a time machine but i won't really change anything <laughs> <laughs> because i remember this so uh, people who are not very familiar with with delhi culture so i'll tell you a story which has happened with me and one of my friend about detective to a very good friend of mine uh, he had told me that his uh, mama ji is in raw and i always used to think that he was just kidding so hmm. 3 4 years back when i was in delhi and i met uh, him and introduced me to his mama ji i i didn't know that you you can't say in in public so i said ha ye mama ji raw wale hai right <laughs> and then i i could still hmm. feel the shivers in in uh, him as well as mama ji saying mama ji is like nahi nahi aage badho aage badho so hmm. so Uh, so yes so good sir you you didn't become a detective you didn't go in raw and you came to advertising and i think advertising and pr as as a industry has learned of a lot from you and thank you for coming to this industry and not becoming a a raw agent somewhere uh-huh. thank you so much sir yeah so sir my next and my last question is uh, what what is the future looks like what are your plans what are mavcoms plan where are you guys heading what are you guys planning to do in next 5 to 10 years what is your expansion plan and uh, how how do you see the industry growing in next 5 to 10 years so uh, abhishek right now things are in a lot of flux and uh, you know the immediate next one year is something which i or i don't think anybody can really predict at the moment till the covid 19 containment is uh, you know really managed right but this is also going to change i think the way businesses operate i think the way that people operate the reliance on physical infrastructure and assets will going will reduce i think this recession will really come up hmm. and uh, the way that i see mapcom growing is uh, to emerge stronger from the situation that we are in currently hmm. to utilize uh, this uh, opportunity of uh, you know building a bigger pipeline of business for us hmm. because while you are you know busy on a day to day basis uh you know you are really managing business but when you get uh, these kind of opportunities where you can actually operate out of home and you are saving time on traveling and time on meetings 
physical yeah. meetings uh, i think uh, you can use it productively in terms of planning the business hmm. in better manner and uh, the way that we look at things i think within the next 5 years the the vision for us is to make mapcom uh, reach the top 3 to 5 agencies uh, independent agencies of india hmm. and uh, pose that look at uh, possible collaboration uh, with some global agency which wants to operate in india or uh, you know something on those lines mm. and uh, also grow ourselves in terms of uh, the kind of service offerings mm. so we have been offering pr internally we have been offering uh, partial uh, part of social media communications as part of our internal portfolio mm. we are currently moving into brand communications as a vertical so we intend to set up brand communications uh, division internally and also consult clients on the overall branding mm. because i think pr gives you a very strong understanding again of reputation and the messaging which will help brands right applied at a brand communication level can really draw a lot of benefits and uh, you know we'll see how things move in future i think uh, idea is to be specialized while still bit getting integrated in a in a better manner wow wow so great future uh, for mavcom and anand sir guys and uh, i would really like to thank you anand sir for coming on this podcast and sharing your insights and your business and your wisdom to all the listeners uh, if there's anything else which you would like to uh, talk to our listeners please let me know which i might have forgotten to ask you any advice which you would like to give to new entrepreneurs when they are starting up i think uh, the okay so it it will relate back to your previous question i think if i could do one thing your change one thing it would be to be more pre planned while starting a business hmm. i think that we actually started it in in a very uh, you know in a lot of uh, in hindi you can call it josh adelish <laughs> but uh, maybe for a young entrepreneur who is planning to start it uh, take your time uh, make a proper business plan for yourself in terms of uh, where is the business going to come in from how are you going to differentiate your offering vis-a-vis what others are offering how are your cash flow is going to work where is the money going to come from where is it going to go out mm. so i think a fair bit of planning if already done can really help entrepreneurs uh, in you know getting or you know becoming successful much earlier right rather than learning while uh, you know after starting the business great great lessons from anand sir anand sir thank you very much for giving us your time and coming on this podcast and i'm very sure that all the listeners who have listened to this podcast will get to know a lot about how the industry works how the pr functions and how the entrepreneurship happens sir if if somebody wants to get in touch with you how can you how can they get in touch with you they can write me a mail on anand@mafcomgroup.com i am on twitter at maheshanand and i'm on linkedin again they can just search my name in mafcom anand mahesh mafcom and they should be able to find me Sure, sure, sure. Thank you, sir. Thanks once again for coming on this podcast, and thank, thank you again for your time. Thank you, Abhishek. Pleasure to be here.